Episode 20, The Open AI Mafia. Hey everybody, this is Ryan and Ben, and today we're going to be giving you an insight into what has been coined the Open AI Mafia. There are a list of approximately 30 former OpenAI employees who have quit in the last 5 to 10 years to start their own AI adventures. The list of their accomplishments is impressive, and combined they have raised over $1 billion in funding. But before we get into that, Ben, the news. All right, we have two news items today. The chat GPT thread is on Reddit is now at 318,000 users strong, and London-based Allen and Overy, one of the world's largest law firms, has introduced Harvey AI. It is an AI chatbot designed specifically to help its lawyers co- uh, draft contracts, memos, merger and acquisition documents, and other work. The chatbot is built on OpenAI GPT tech. The law firm employs approximately 3,500 individuals, making it probably a top 10 law firm in the world, depending on how you measure that. Also, I think that Harvey AI is a great name because it's a very distinguished name. It sounds like a lawyer. I love it. And I love suits. So Harvey Specter on suits can't go wrong. They did a good job. All right, Ryan, let's take us into the topic. Absolutely. So for today's episode, we're going to be uh, talking about 10 individuals. And we're actually, there's a picture that we had found called the OpenAI Mafia, right? And there's a picture and we'll put it on our Twitter as well as LinkedIn. So if you want to follow along, you can take a look there for reference. And for another reference, these 10 individuals will be going from left to right. So we'll start on the far left. First one. David Luan is a former VP of engineering at OpenAI, where he worked on GPT-2 and GPT-3 and Dolly. And he's a co-founder of an AI research company called Adept with a backing of about $65 million. What's what's interesting about this move is that he actually left OpenAI to work at Google for just over a year before starting his company. What it, you know, It's a little unclear what kind of knowledge he shared with Google and what projects he may have started that are still ongoing there. Nevertheless, Adept AI is a research and product AI lab that automates software processes for developers. It's similar to something coined RPA, which is Robotic Process Automation, or software robots that use a combination of automation, computer vision, and machine learning to automate repetitive tasks such as filing forms and responding to emails. The next one is Ashley Pilipizin is a former technical director who oversaw OpenAI's research and commercial product releases of GPT-3 and DALI. She is a co-founder of Titan Space Technologies, which has received an undisclosed amount of funding, but it's guessed to be around $15 million. At Titan, the focus is on building digital space factories that help companies accelerate product development by taking advantage of microgravity, specifically in the aerospace manufacturing industry. Astronauts have used Titan Space Compute compute Platform to increase the speed and efficiency of real-time data analysis, which accelerates the next generation of medical research, climate technology, material sciences, and more. Jonas Schneider is a former technical lead who led OpenAI's robotics team, advancing machine learning and AI research. He is also the co-founder of Daedalus, which is, has received over around $14 million of backing. And what they do is they automate machinery by using software to automate the production process of precision parts from start to finish. This means they can machine unknown parts without human input and enable, enable autonomous, flexible manufacturing for quantities as low as one. Next is Dario Amade, a former VP of research at OpenAI. He played a specific role in the building of GPT and GP, uh, sorry, GPT-2 and GPT-3. 
Interestingly, he worked for Google before joining OpenAI. His current startup, Anthropic, is the biggest of them all with over $700 million in funding. We have, now you might recognize that Anthropic name, we have previously discussed Anthropic in episode 15 called Humans Fight Back, where we go into more detail on what the company does. So take a listen to that if you want to know uh, more about that. In general, Anthropic is an AI safety and research company that aims to build reliable, interpretable, and steerable AI systems. Their research interests span multiple areas, including natural language, human feedback, scaling laws, reinforcement learning, code generation, and interpretability. In my opinion, this is one of ChatGPT's biggest concerns. Josh Tobin is a former research scientist at OpenAI and is the co-founder of Gantry, which has received an undisclosed amount of funding, but it appears to be about $30 million. Now, Gantry is a machine learning product that focuses on improving machine learning with analytics, alerting, and human feedback. While it's easy for machine learning to train models, getting them to work well in real products with real users is still a challenge, and this software helps to refine them. Matt Krisiloff was a founding member of OpenAI, but left relatively early in his stay around 2016. His startup is called Conception, which has raised an undisclosed amount of funding again, but it is estimated to be around 10 to $20 million. Conception is a biotech research company that reconstitutes the process under which egg cells would normally develop inside the female body. They generate induced pluripotent stem cells from blood samples and then guide these stem cells through various steps that they would normally undergo as they develop to become viable eggs. Conception's work involves genetic editing to eliminate the risk of disease for future generations and provide opportunities to have kids for people in their 40s and 50s while eliminating barriers for couples suffering from infertility. Maddie Hall, a former special products member at OpenAI, is now the co-founder of Living Carbon, which has raised about $15 million. It's a biotech research company with a mission to fight climate change by enhancing CO2 capture and storage in trees. They aim to demonstrate how advanced biotechnology can be utilized to increase carbon dioxide removal, restore degrading land, and increase biodiversity. The next one is Jeff Jeff Arnold, the former head of operations at OpenAI. He is now the COO and and founder of Pilot.com, which has raised over $161 million, making it the second largest funded of the OpenAI group. He left OpenAI around 2016. Pilot is an accounting, CFO, and tax service that specializes in startups and small businesses to help them grow sustainably and more effectively. They pair you with an expert so you don't have to manage your bookkeeping on your own. And as you grow, they grow with you. The back-end software that Pilot uses is QuickBooks, just as a reference point. Next is Peter Chen. He's a former research scientist at OpenAI and current co-founder of Covariant, which is the third highest funding of the OpenAI group at about $147 million. Now, Covariant's mission is to build the Covariant Brain, an, a universal AI system that gives robots the ability to see, reason, and act in the world around them. This AI system aims to address the changes and scaling needs of warehouse operations with robotic automation. Built by the world's leading AI research scientist, 
Now, it sounds a little dystopian, but essentially the company is working on developing smart robots for warehouses and facility operations, such as the robots used in Amazon facilities to pack the items. So it doesn't sound as scary there. Yeah, it's it's used for good, not in a iRobot kind of way. Exactly. <laughs> also, Covariant Brain sounds like a map or something from Halo. So there's a little <laughs> bit of nostalgia there That's for me on that. That's a great reference. <laughs> uh, the last one we have is Ludwig Peterson. He is a former member of the technical staff at OpenAI and founder of Quill. Uh, He founded Quill with a backing of around $15 million. Quill was a messaging tool built for productivity and focus that allowed users to message with teams or groups while reducing notifications, collecting conversations into threads, and getting kind of the, the stuff that's on the fringes out of the way. It was similar to Slack or Microsoft Teams. However, Quill was acquired by Twitter, and the app has since been turned off as the team was integrated into Twitter to work on messaging. So this is a good outcome for Peterson, as most startups and founders aim to sell or be acquired. Now, we threw a lot at you there, so if you want to learn any more about any of these specific people, you can check out the website, the ChatGPT Report. We will have... Links to find all of these people's Twitters, all their LinkedIn's, um, all their company websites, anything you, you'd want to know about these people, you can find it there. We will also try to link as much as we can on Twitter in a Twitter thread as well as on LinkedIn, um, although that can be a little bit more bulky. So anyways, go to the website if you want to learn more about them. And Ryan, take us out. Absolutely. Thank you guys for giving us a listen. Rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss our two new episodes every week, Mondays and Thursdays. Give us a follow on Twitter at ChatGPTReport and check out our website, thechatgptreport.com. Please send us an email at thechatgptreport at gmail.com. Y'all, we hope you have a fantastic rest of your Monday.